Welcome to Curly's Mailbag, the most popular Queensland betting show in Australia. How are you, Shane? Must, must be the only one, is it? Yeah, going all right, mate. Thank you. Mate, uh, there's a fair bit on. I don't know where, to, where we start. We've got the Bull Punters Club uh, chugging away. I think we've just hit 75,000. It seems to be occupying a lot of people's mind. But um, let's go back to maybe last week and talk about uh, a couple of the races last week. We got a little bit lucky for our our listeners uh, or viewers at home and we found just Orm as a, as a bet, but the talking point from that race was, uh, was definitely not just Orm. It was, it was Vega one and, and what did and didn't happen there. It was, uh, we, we sort of fancied with the 62 kilos that it'd be a quite tight run, but yeah. what's your version of how things unfolded? Firstly, mate, I've got to give you a bit of a pat on the back here because in your preview, you did make just Orm a bet and, Mentioned exactly that Vega one first up sixty two kilos. It's um, and it wasn't really a betting proposition first up. That's the way the result panned out. But I don't think that's how it could have panned out if um, maybe if I zigged instead of zagged up the straight there. But um, yeah, obviously plenty of conjecture about the ride. Social media lit up um, as you would expect. Look, I, I don't know rightly or wrongly, whatever it is, what it is. The horse won a race um, last preparation, which gave it a free ticket into the Stradbroke Handicap Group 1. I don't know, it's worth half a squillion or something this year. Um, you know, it's got a grand final in mind. An open handicap with 62 kilos, you know, on resumption, is not the sort of race that you'd want to have a gut buster. I wouldn't have thought. So, from an yeah. owner's, if you were an owner in that horse, you would have been very pleased with the run. He was a little bit unlucky. Um, you know, move on to next week. <laughs> Support your jockey, support your trainer. Uh, obviously, a few punters blew up. But look, again, like I think this is you know one thing that I'm big on is that the market tells the story and the market told you it wasn't there to win. So you just got to bet accordingly. I mean, if you're going to carry on post-race on social media, which we all do when we back a loser, and I'm, I'm you know, if... <laughs> you're the head cheerleader. In Australia... Um, you know, you just got to be mindful of it. And like I said earlier, you know, you identified that early, which horse was there to play. And, um, you know, I think sort of taking away a little bit from, from what happened with Just Orm, it sat four deep the trip and never, ever looked like getting beat for one stride. It's gone huge in winning. But look, we'll hear more of it. They'll get through the carnival. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll run in the Stradbroke and they'll have the, the hearing's been adjourned anyway. So... By the, time the, by the time the hearing's heard in Queensland, like most cases up here, that it should be maybe 2021 around Magic Leaders <laughs> time. So the boys can have a holiday then. So just to, I'll reword the question just to try and get a, a yes, no answer out of you because it sounds like you've got some splinters up there. But uh, to Bailey's uh, right-hand side or inside uh, Tambo's mate, could you have driven a bus through that gap? Yes or no? No. What about a small lorry or a or a uh, a Mitsubishi Lancer or something? I'd, I was more leaning towards a um, <laughs> maybe uh, Tarago. I don't know about a Lancer. Maybe a Tarago Mitsubishi. Is that a took me? Yeah, a Tarago maybe. A Tarago, like a people mover. Yeah, look, all all well and good from the couch, of course. But yeah. Now, now when we're talking good rides, um, on Little Birdie Pod and. Um, Matt, you spoke about Tessa Townsend and I think that was another open uh, handicap race out at Dolby, race seven. 
Uh, what did you think about that ride? I, I sort of went into the stewards report, race seven Dolby from the weekend. And obviously I was invested like, like most, most punters and, you know, a vocal chorus on Twitter as well. But it looked like um, she thought the race might've been another 200 or 400 meters. Um, it was a very quiet ride. Yep. But um, are you surprised that the stewards didn't mention it at all in the stewards report? Nothing surprises me in stewards reports in Queensland. Um, look, I don't know whether they forgot it was a tab meeting out there, the stewards or what, because there was not one question asked. Not a lot was um, written in the stewards report. Look, the, the thing that I suppose visually it was terrible for punters because we're on the horse and the second and third last horse are being scrubbed to tack on and Mashani Astana's just poking around out, out the back under a hold, um, you know, two lengths off the second last horse and then proceeds <laughs> to go, I don't know, eight, 18 wide, maybe 17 wide from from the 600. But there was some there was some conjecture saying that the the winner um, was trained by the um, the jockeys of Mashani Astana. Her master trained the winner. Um, I don't think there's anything untoward going on there. I think we're just seeing the effect of of COVID and where jockeys can and can't travel to ride. Um, yeah. I'm probably a little bit dirty on myself for uh, for going so hard at a horse that I thought could just sit off a good old bush tempo and just be too good for them in the straight. Mm, it's uh, the speed maps up in Queensland are a uh, they'll drive you to drink and lucky um, Mountain Goat sponsors. Indeed, a male. And uh, I see you're on a nice little red wine there. Uh, can you tell us what what is it? A, a Shiraz or a Pinot? Yeah, this is a, a 2013 McLaren Vale Grenache, this one. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I think it might be past its best. But I'm preparing for, the, I'm preparing for next week, mate. I've got to get in the spirit of the bull. And, you know, you, when you're betting at the bull, you've got to be sort of half cooked that day, don't you, from, from experience? Mm, it'll, be, uh, it'll be different. I actually fear for the, the bookmakers coming into the bull fresh. Like everyone's going to have four days of form to do or be fresh into the form. And they're not on the piss, so hopefully uh, we can strip them out a little bit. That'd be uh, be fantastic to have a good result down there. Uh, let's talk about Doombin. Um, I think, yeah, despite some rain up in Queensland, I think it's only like a soft five at the moment, Doombin. And looking at the forecast, it'll probably improve to a good four. The rails at, at two, you probably just don't want to be on the fence in the home straight. It'll probably play typical Doombin, sort of first half of midfield. Uh, early in the day and then if there's breakneck speed you know most horses get a chance and yeah heaven forbid who knows what the jockey's going to do up there but I think the track will just play typical doom but in good four don't you think yeah I think so I mean it's um I think it's just a coins I'm not sure I think it's everywhere anyway but we always toss up good five here like all in all the publications uh, sorry in all the publications you'll see like a soft five um you know on race morning and it, it just It'll firm as the day goes on, for sure. Now let's look at a couple of uh, a couple of races. This race six we'll have a look at first. The benchmark nine over sixteen hundred. Interesting market here with Shalwa around the three dollar mark and somewhere between you know three twenty and three sixty seat of power. And then you've got Milkman from the Matt Smith yard at four sixty. And then you're looking at sort of seven fifty Shogun Sun Saab Cut who. Got up at a good price last night, ten dollars, and then uh, seen too many twelve dollars, and yeah, pretty you know cricket score odds. The rest. It's interesting to note though, Cedar Power. It's now um, 
now in the Duncan yard. So Michael Cost has lost that horse. Interesting because last time Cedar Power went around, I, I thought it was a, you know, I think it was what, $4 into $1.50 or something. It, uh, it mapped from barrier one to get a soft lead if they wanted to. They decided to take a hold of it. And um, next thing you know, horse not seen and now new stable. What can you tell us? I think the reason for the new stable is the tactics adopted last start. Um, yeah, look, I think it's... Um, well, I've penned the horse anyway, regardless of, of how the horse got to Duncan's was pretty much from, from what I understood was from last start. And I think the horse was going to be sold. Um, the interesting ownership of, of this horse, um, a friend of the show, uh, it's got a share in this horse. Uh, okay. Tristan Merlihan. Oh, Tristan. Manager of this horse. So noticed last week I tipped one of his horses on the show and they scratched it. They clearly wanted to keep the price up their sleeve. Uh, <laughs> too good, too good. Um, yeah, look, I don't know. Look, I've, I've penned it. Uh, I've penned Shogun Sun, Endless Day, Seat of Power, Oscars Lot. And, um, you know, happy to, happy to put any price next to them and, and work around the remainder. Um, mm, but I, think, I think a lot of it will come down to the map. Uh, we've seen what happened last week with the Toppy, uh, Sabcat. Yeah, um, you know, up in weight obviously needs to be factored in here. It's a fair, fair, um, fair whack of weight increase, but um, yeah, it'll be an int- it'll be a tactical race, and that's one 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 of the big things, uh, particularly around this sort of track, uh, this sort of trip. It's mm. very tactical. So, mm. yeah, the two horses, Matt Smith is uh, an impeccable placer of horses, and it, you know, I'd suggest that they think they can just come up here and give this horse a kill. Uh, which it might definitely need. Uh, and then I thought the other value in the race, depending on how the track was going to play, was was seen too many. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about J- Jake uh, Jake Bayless on, but I think it'd be a definite improver from um, the like last I, run of the You know, seeing too, too many is another one. That is it like another horse at the minute that's um, fascinating is not the right word. Annoys me, maybe. Hits me. Mm. Um, was it won at Canterbury. Uh, like, it went down to Canterbury after a Sunshine Coast win earlier in the year. Missed the run it was originally going to because I think it was washed out. Um, it stayed at Bjorn's, who Michael Costa used to work with, um, or looks after each other's horses, rah, rah, And then it won at Canterbury. The only horse in the history of racing at Canterbury that sat last and rounded them up um, on, a, on a massive leader bias day. So you'd think it would just come back to Queensland and it'd just be a matter of what kill them all. Right here. Mm. Um, and it's, it hasn't attracted, hasn't attracted any market support in three subsequent runs. So I'd be very interested to see what the market does here. But it's, it's just a stable that I'm not that comfortable to be diving into early. But yeah, I think you can pen. Mm. Yeah, I find it fascinating. To my eye, off its last start, uh, I think it's an okay setup here, but yeah, I'm wary, milkman. Like you, I'd probably be probably trying to put in the, the shorties, uh, especially early. I, I couldn't come into Shalwar at three dollars, and I think yeah, the market could just flip on its head quite considerably in that one. Getting Madeline Wishart on Shalwar, like it's a Saturday race. You, mm. you got to put the mouth guard in to take short price uh, definitely. In, in a race like that. Definitely. Now another good race. Is the is race seven the twelve hundred meter 
uh, open set weight event, three-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Odyssey running around, the horse, the move, uh, no rider declared yet. So yeah. scouts in a similar boat, no rider there. Uh, Lady Appleton was scratched when it sort of looked half suited uh, last time, I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, but Odyssey at a dollar eighty looks looks really really short. I thought I thought Garibaldi was a pretty good run first time, and um, and now it gets blinkers on. Uh, I you know I, I usually like like Golan horses um, as they continue on into their prep as a rule. Uh, I think yeah, most of the time first up. Have got improvement left in them. Mm-hmm. Look, it's um, yeah, I don't mind. I, don't, I think I'm with you there. Um, you sort of look at the. I don't know what what's happening with the move. Like you said, no jockey engaged. Garibaldi's got you know, it's got the blinkers. Um, it's got the gate. It, um, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the move come out because of that. Um, and I don't know whether the move. We just, I think you you had a big knock the move last start too. Um, you were knocking it. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think it's a bit plain. So, and Lady Appleton obviously was, um, you know, was okay last prep, like you mentioned. I don't think it's in. I think Garibaldi's a class more, you know, better horse. Um, the Odyssey, interesting one. Um, you know, I thought that maybe it could have been advantage, you know, on a on a softer track. Um, yeah, I'm not sold on the Odyssey. I'm not sold on the Odyssey, and I think. Like you mentioned, the Garibaldi looks like a horse that's got a little bit upside, and I think it's going mm. to. You know, I like the neat. Obviously, the run behind Nidort was good. Um, you know, brings some strong, brings a strong form line through that, and, and possibly the others. So, um, it's a good price. It's a good price. Yeah, it looks a big price, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, a good price. What do you th- what do you think about Anthony Allen riding for Gollum? He's he seems to be riding okay at the moment. Yeah, look, I thought the ride on this horse was really good. Last time, I thought he gave it every possible. Obviously, he drew well and was able to get a, a nice run in transit and get out um, as the field sort of spread a little bit. I suppose you know when when the good horses went when the good horse went for home. Um, I, look, I suppose with the COVID and a few jockeys suspended, um, and <laughs> not not necessarily by the stewards but by the stable, um, has been known to be savage on on a jock if it doesn't go his way. Um, Golan, so I think while you're riding her right, you're okay. But obviously, his number one man's not there. Um, mm. So, look, I'm not put off by the jock anyway. If that's the, if you know, when it all boils down to it. Now, this weekend you're doing Gold Coast Friday, so I've got Doombin Saturday. You've got Gold Coast Friday and Sunday at uh, Royal Bow Desert. Is there is there an early horse that you you, you know the market's far up yet, but as anything that sort of catches your eye? Yeah, Wisdom or, Water Race 1, number one. Um, where's that, at, at the Gold Coast? Oh, yeah. I'm really going out on yep. a limb here. I think it SP's about $1.15. Um, it'll be short. Now, Wisdom, uh, I think it's the... Like, look, I'm being a bit silly saying, you know, tipping Wisdom of Water. I think it's the horse that probably has... that captures the sort of most attention on the card, I suppose. Um this is um, this horse ran fourth in the Magic Millions two-year-old. It was a huge run. Um, yeah. Stepped out at the Gold Coast at, the, at a trial last week, a uh, week before. Um, trotted in the barrier trial by 15.75 lengths with Jeff Lloyd mm. on board. Nearly enough to bring Jeff out of um, retirement, I would have thought. <laughs> looks, yeah. a, looks a genuine group 
race contender in our hybrid winner carnival up here. That's um, uh, and it'll be winning this on its way to some better races. Where what level it gets to, I think it can get all the way to the highest level in Brisbane in, the, in a Brisbane winner carnival. And uh, his trial the other day sort of proved that that he's back. I'm not sure whether this is the horse is the reason why Robbie Frad's back riding down in this zone. He's obviously had a couple of weeks off. Um, mm. Remember, there was a blow up with this Robbie Heathcote. Your is that your uncle? No, we're not related. I thought we discussed discussed this a couple of weeks ago. No, no, no. His son's name is Nicholas, and not so I'm Nicholas. But yeah, Robbie's Robbie's gone into quarantine. He's coming back, and, I, and I'm, you know, he's riding a few of the Edmonds horses um, on Friday. But this is the one. This is the horse in particular that's. Um, it's going to be, you know, attract the most attention on the day for sure. The rail's at nine metres at the Gold Coast Scooty, so I won't be diving in too hard uh, too early, I wouldn't have thought. But we'll just mm. uh, we'll see how the, how the day pans out. The three-year-old cutest race is another quality, is a quality race as well. And a number of these horses looking to see where they fit, you know, on the way through the carnival. So uh, it, is, it still will be not a bad day's racing and we'll still find a few bets for sure. Mm, yeah, looks like uh, got got uh, wisdom of water, and then yeah, it must have got a heavy check. I think in the uh, in the lead up to that. So yeah, it's uh, Robbie's blessed that he's got the ride, and it definitely looks like a a two year old that's just going to uh, be a force to reckon with over the next. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, I don't think we've uh, next next week, Kels. Sorry, mate. Next week. But, uh, yeah, you you obviously yeah uh, you started to do some uh, some form for Bundaberg and and Rockhampton on the Tuesday to try and find a winner for us out wide. Yeah, good that we get the bet at Bundaberg. <laughs> so good. There's a, there's been a few good lead up meetings. Are they're not necessarily set for Bundy like some horses would have been set for the pool. But we've had a couple of meetings at Bundaberg and we've had a meeting at Charlie <laughs> on the sand as well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it'll be all right. We'll, we'll have a, we'll find one, we'll find one, one or two outside for sure. And what about any uh, musical performances on the live stream when, pe when people are, uh, are watching the, the day's action? Are you going to get the recorder out and uh, got a little treat for it? We've been practicing. I feel obliged to. Um, we've got a fair bank. Like the bank, we could be pushing six figures on this bank come race day. I would have thought so. I think we'll get to 100,000. What are we now? 70 odd? 76 or something thousand or something. Yeah, 76,000. So we'll be like, if we're finding somehow, if we're finding a way to get 5,000 on a good thing at Bundaberg, I think the least I could do is probably pull out the saxophone or the jazz flute <laughs> or something. Throughout Looking the forward to that. All right, so uh, looking at the early markets, uh, just for something on the bone for the, you guys back at home, I think Garibaldi, I think if you can get sort of $9.50 or $9 early, I'd be sniping that price from Barrier 4. I think Anthony Allen should you know, give you a reasonable steer. I could probably see that price going to sort of five fifty, and the Odyssey backing back out to sort of two fifty or something like those prices. I think, Curly, what you, you were sort of more trying to lay the 
the two favourites, Shalwar and, and Seat of Power, and try and go for the split and race six at Doombanwere? Is that yeah. your best play? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Definitely, like, with those, we'll pen those ones that I've mentioned, and then, you know, you're going to be shopping at a bit better value for the others um, that we've discussed. Um, there's no prices out at, um, at the Gold Coast, so there's no, probably no mm. point going into too much there until you see what prices are out there. But there's... there's Try and beat you to the price of Wisdom of Water if they go up uh, anywhere near two dollars or a dollar fifty. Surely not, but yeah, uh, you, <laughs> you never know. You, Stranger those, things have happened. For those that are lucky enough to be able to bet with Samuel L. Jackson or or Sportsbet or something like that early enough, he could get an opportunity there. But um, yeah, no, I'm de- keen keen race six on on risking a couple of them for sure. And yeah, if you want to have a look at Curly's results, um, head to themailbag.com.au. Uh, backslash results. Curls is in front. He's about 13 units up, nearly 14 units up for April. Uh, my, I'm about 11 units up for April also. So it's been a good month for us. I had a rocky start in March, but um, yeah, the variance up there in Queensland is a bit bit funny um, and you only need sort of one one rougher to lob and you're, you're sort of back in the hunt. But I feel like, yeah, you and I are both seeing them quite well at the moment. We're pretty disciplined in what we send out and we're probably leaving a fair few winners on the, uh, on the floor as well and, and not staking... Um, around those but the results are there to see um curly stuff is yeah spot on and over time i think yeah both products are going to be pretty strong so uh good luck curls and uh, the next time i get to speak to you and do one of these things will uh be tuesday at warnable giddy up i wouldn't mind a little bit of a confidence booster over the, over the next couple of days coming into warnable with a you know fresh and and winning would be would be pretty dangerous if we get if we get our head in front mid midway through the card Tuesday. Not not only could it be a bit dangerous on the pump, but we'll have a bit of fun along the way too. I think so. <laughs> It'd be worth tuning in for sure. Yeah, if we can uh, hold our own on the jumps, I think there's yeah, there's heaps of jumps trials to get through. And I started to watch a couple of them today. Gee, they run, they go slow, so it's it's it is tricky work. But I think yeah. we can keep our bank up and going on Tuesday. Find a road out wide. Uh, yeah, heaven forbid, once we get to the, uh, the, the flat races on the Wednesday, it's going to be uh, rough and ready ready there. Sure will. Can't wait. All right, thanks, girls. Have a good weekend. Cheers, mate. Talk soon.